My spite and noble chairs. Are you gonna play the game? Well, I was about to, but now that you've said it, I'm not going to. I mean that sincerely. I'm I'm just I'm just that spiteful. I am definitely a spiteful person, guys. Yeah, I think it's I think it's my worst quality. So, do you guys remember the noble chairs fiasco? How many of you were here for that? So the video got recommended quite a bit. It's got like 360,000 views by now. But to give a brief summary, uh, I received a chair from Noble Chairs, and uh, on one of the sides, a metal spike was protruding. Like the 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 pillow uh, parts, the foam um, spread apart, and a spike came directly through it. And this happened after a year. But I kind of ignored it and ignored it and ignored it, and it just got worse and worse and worse. And eventually, I said to them, "Look, you got to give me a, a replacement chair." And they're like, "Okay, fine." It took them like a month and a half to send me out the chair. And in that time of having a spike protruding from my chair, I cut my foot open, blood everywhere. Didn't need stitches or anything, but it was, a, it was quite a gash. Did that speed him up? Not at all. Um, and I complained about this on Twitter and multiple chair companies were like, oh yeah, man, you blah, blah, blah. Um, uh, you should get one of our chairs, blah, blah, blah. Um, and one of the companies that tweeted at me was Noble Chairs. As in, whoever the social media manager person was, they seem to have no idea that I had previously been sent a chair from the Noble Chairs brand. And so I'm pissed. I'm like, not, not only have you given me a chair that's faulty, not, not only have I cut open my, my foot, not only have you taken 10,000 years to replace the chair, and uh, you, you've also forgotten about me. And so the chair finally comes. I'm like, thank fuck. Finally, I get this replacement chair. I open it, and it's just the, just the, the cushion for the seat. As in, I now have a chair that's like a year, year and a half old, but the, the seat is, is now new. So given how items work, other parts of the chair also are, are old and so would go bad. So all this would mean is that, you know, within the next six months, I need to replace another part of the chair. And so I'm, I'm recording footage, not, not a week later, and I hear this clunk, clunk, clunk. I'm like, what the fuck is this clunking? It's ruined my footage and it's my chair. My, my, the other parts of the chair were also faulty and so it calls me issues and, and, and ruin my footage. And so I make this video explaining all this, just how pissed I was that on every single level, this company failed me. And so this video now has 360,000 viewers. And if you Google Noble Chairs, it's one of the video, Noble Chairs YouTube, if you Google it, one of the chair, my video comes up. Um, if, you, if you YouTube Noble Chairs, my video comes up. And I didn't know about this until yesterday because Noble Shares emailed me. And like, hey, um, yeah, like I'm, I'm a guy. Uh, used to be Australia. I was. I'm from Australia. Moved to Taiwan like 10 years ago. Or whatever. I know we had like a. Uh, you had bad experience with my brand or whatever. Do you um. Uh, maybe you want to give us another chance. We can send you over a better chair or whatever. And I'm just like, like I, I literally laugh. Like me, maybe a non-spiteful person would have been like, yeah, sure, man. Uh, you know, I'll take down that video, man. Maybe you have changed, as you say. Maybe your stuff has gotten better. Sure, man. Send me a chair. Maybe I can check it out, and if it's better, then I can give a follow-up review or something. But I'm like, man, you guys, you guys fucking suck. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't got time to just, like, and I say to him, like, I'm, I'm in a Herman Miller and body right now. Like, you, you don't, you don't make a chair better than this chair. Like. This chair is entirely outside of your company's ability to, to make anything. Um, not these exact words. Like, I'm more... I, I don't put it that bluntly, but I basically communicate this. And I'm like, you know, unless you're going to pay me something to, to review the chair, and I'll give my honest review, I'm not just going to review it because you send me a chair, right? Why, why would anyone my size just 
take a freebie and and review it like that that's that that's shit costs thousands of dollars like you can guarantee if i had just been like uh oh yeah man let's work out a deal deal probably could have been made i could have got myself a free chair or not sure what i would have done with it or i could have maybe got some money um to review the chair and i still would have given my honest view but but me just being spiteful i'm like just fuck off <laughs> but think of how shit that company must feel right in the 99.999% of times a company gives out a a free sample it goes to shit they fuck up it's a shit product whatever they fuck up with support they fuck up with the social media whenever that happens the consequences are really really tiny but just for them coincidentally it, they did it to me and so since they gave me that chair my viewership has increased by like 20 times <laughs> like the original video that I did of Noble Chairs maybe had like 20,000 views. And I, I just did it more for the hell of it. And now it has like 400,000. <laughs> like, how bad is their luck? That's what I'm saying. Like, I wish I wasn't so spiteful, chat. There are so many things about me that just don't drive with business. Well, the story businesses shouldn't give, give out free stuff in, in case it goes wrong. No, moral of the story, have good support. Don't make shit products. If a replacement for a bit of a chair is needed, and the chair is old, you should probably replace the entire thing. Especially if it's for promotional purposes. Will COVID be handled by the end of the year? What's your thoughts on Japan trying to reopen the Olympics by around December despite the situation? I have to imagine that things will be under control by December. Surely. No? I mean, America's gonna be at 200 million vaccinations. Like, you don't need every single person to have had the vaccination by then for it to be fairly safe to do the Olympics. Vaccine will be less effective against new COVID variant. Uh, I have I have heard the complete opposite. Something um, being different doesn't necessarily mean that the the treatment or the prevention for it is uh, is, is going to be significantly less effective. Uh, yeah, so current polling has 70% of Americans who say they're willing to get a vaccination. vaccination. And the number has just continued to increase as, as it continues to roll out and there's not side effects and whatnot. And you don't need 100% of the population to have been vaccinated. 70% uh, is acceptable. I mean, you, you want more than that uh, to reduce the, the chance of um, a, new, a, a significantly different new strain coming along. That uh, the prevention uh, that already exists doesn't doesn't work for, but but you can still get COVID. Yeah, but the the the, the, po uh, the point is to um either stop you getting it or just to prevent you from having um any severe symptoms. Well, then maybe I am being optimistic, but I by the end of the year, I I, I can't imagine it it could not be resolved by then. Resolved in the sense of it not being on pandemic levels. Only three million vaccinated. What do you mean? In my country, it's only like 500,000. Covid vaccine is similar to the flu shot set up, so a new flu shot will come out every year to keep up with the different variants of the flu. The flu is different though. It's been around mutating for blah, 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 billion, blah, 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 you know. And the vac this type of vaccine that they produce isn't the same as the flu vaccine. Am I going bald? Am I going bald? No. My hairline has looked exactly the same as this all my life. And I have the photos to prove it. And my hair will thin a little bit, as you do when you get older. Your your hair thickness peaks at like uh, 25 or something, and then goes down a little bit. So are people in 
the 20s have the long, luscious hair, man, and then even if they don't uh, lose their hair, it becomes a little bit wispy and thinner as they get older. I've always had a high hairline. I've, to I've told this story before. So, I was 19 at a party, and my friend Michael comes up and he's like, Ah, oh, Matt, you and me are gonna have a rough time moving forward. Both got that hairline, and I'm like, nah. My dad hasn't lost his hair. I got like, I like, a, I got like one grandparent who has lost his hair, and he lost it in like his 40s. I got no genetics for losing hair, man. I'm gonna go gray. He's like, nah, Matt, just accept it. And so I look at his Facebook. Uh, I think when he's 25, and yeah, he's had to shave his hair. You can see how it's um gone from this side, like a, so like he, he couldn't grow his hair. And me, I still look exactly the same as I did when I was 19. Always just had a high hairline. Um, but I am going gray. And that's what will happen to me. I'll be gray by the time I'm like... I mean, I haven't gone that gray. Like, if I showed you my hair, you could probably see some hairs. And you can't see what you see on camera. I know, man. Like, you can see, like, see how you're, like, a little gray? Like, everywhere, kind of gray, just... Like, a little bit lighter gray. See? That's my problem. <sighs> Twitch turning me gray. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I won't be worried until I actually see my hair... Uh, recline beyond what it's been first my entire life. Anyway. Shouldn't be gray at my age. My dad went gray by the time he was 25. My cousin, two years older than me, he's like twice as gray as I am. Every male in my family has gray hair. And it just depends on what side of the family you're talking about as to uh, how early they went gray. I'm, I'm surprised I've heard that this long. <laughs> Noita and Heroes of Might and Magic 3. No one wants to watch my bloody Noita videos, chat. Joel editing them and me spending time on them as well. Um, complete waste of time. No one wants to watch them. The game is just too complicated. It's not, but it is. But it's not, but it is. We're gonna do the same thing with, uh, Heroes of Might Magic 3. I was playing that on stream yesterday for, you know, one-fifth of my normal viewership, even less than that. I had less viewers playing Heroes of Might Magic 3 as I did editing. 90% of my viewers have never played Heroes of Might Magic 3, and that's criminal. Heroes of Might and Magic 3 might be top five games of all time. You have to be that right age to have played it, you know? It came out in this perfect time where turn-based strategy games were like the thing that everyone was doing. Even today, it still has a competitive scene. It has so much depth and variety and it's infinitely replayable with random maps. You can even do like online matchmaking still, I believe. It, it's just such a good game. After 20 years, there's still a competitive scene in a game that has in no way or shape or form been supported by the developers since then. There have been multiple, fully, like, realized, fan-made expansions to the game. Multiple! It must take thousands of hours to make! It is that beloved and people haven't played it. It's criminal. For real though, playing Heroes of Might and Magic 3 yesterday, for the hour and a half that I did, and I got stomps. I still want to play it again. It's gonna, it's gonna ruin me, chat. I'm gonna try so hard to not play it until I've caught up on my work. Because it, it, it's just always there in the back of my mind, just scratching, like, just play the game, man. Do it. At least it's replaced Noisa in my head. But I mean, they're, they're equally popular games. Which is kind of funny, really, because Noisa is a game that's recently come out that is fairly popular for, like, an indie title. And Heroes of Magic 3 is a game from 20 years ago. But it just has such a nostalgia legacy. Like, calling it nostalgia is wrong because the game holds up today and is still good today. It's not nostalgia saying that, it's legitimately a good game. 
You hadn't heard of Nota until you, uh, until you saw me playing it? Um, there have been enough large content creators playing it that I, that it's definitely successful, right? Like, who's the content creator I saw with, like, a, a, a video that had a million views with Noita? The thing is, though, there are some content creators who, you know, they can get a million views playing anything. That they had a video of Noita that got a million views is less because of Noita and more just because it's them, you know? If PewDiePie tomorrow played uh, Noita, his video would still get, like, 4 million views, you know? Again, if you want to play Heroes of Might and Magic 3, I highly recommend downloading them from GOG for $5 to $10 and getting the fan expansion, Horn of Abyss. Do I enjoy fighting games? Do I play fighting games? No. I've, I've certainly never found appealing the um, 2D fighting games, you know, the, the Street Fighters and stuff. Like, they're, they're fun games, don't get me wrong. But I've never really been keen to play them all that much outside of, like, arcades when maybe I was very young. And watching the... The tournaments of these games aren't really interesting to me. Oddly, um, uh, Super Smash Brothers is more interesting to me. Well, it, 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 I mean, I guess it's technically also kind of 2D or whatever, but the ability to have platforms and go off screen and and all that stuff, it, it just makes it more interesting to me. Tech issues and Bitcoin miner virus. I did eventually get rid of the virus, so please don't DM me solutions. Uh, so guys, I have a virus problem where every time I start my PC and I run a malware scanner, it uh, detects two uh, Bitcoin miners. I get rid of them both, I run another scan, they're gone, but they'll reappear every time I restart my PC. If anyone has a solution to this problem that doesn't involve wiping my uh, PC, feel free to DM me on Discord. And not just like, you know, I, I, I'm just gonna spitball ideas that I don't really know. Like, if you know a solution, DM me. I run some really deep, Vi uh, virus and malware scans and stuff, and it can't pick up what's causing these to um, be recreated every time I start my PC. It's very strange. I don't want to wipe my PC, but it has been quite a while. Um, but like, I have to knock out a whole day to do it. At least it isn't affecting me now, and that's the main thing. What? Like, every single time I wipe my windows, I always have problems with it, and then I always forget what the problems were the next time I try to do it. The whole hardware changing thing and like Windows can detect if your hardware has changed so it, it doesn't want to work with your new PC or something. That I've run into a few times. But my hardware hasn't changed so I probably won't have that issue if I do it again. Um, some reinstalls of Windows have been smooth. It's like 50-50. One problem I'm going to run into soon, I don't know about soon, maybe in the next couple of months is running out of storage. Who would have guessed you could fill up 75 terabytes? Like I want to go through tens of thousands of files to uh, trim some stuff down to get myself more storage. Goddamn. How? Because I record so much footage and I don't delete anything. The one time I deleted stuff, chat, the one fucking time, I now need that stuff. I'm missing like a, a handful of my old episodes of How This Even Ended and a handful of the episodes of uh, Chaos Highlights. Because I literally had no storage left, and I said, oh, well, you know, the, the end result videos, I'll get rid of those, and... At least that's why I think I can't find them. I, I, my biggest regret, though, is not recording um, some of my earlier playthroughs of games on, on Twitch. The God of War footage would have been great. May I play through the game again? Nah. If they bring out a new God of War, though, I definitely will play it. Playing games off-stream and editing on-stream. Do I ever play games for fun, like off stream? I don't have the time. 
So the thing about games is that you can't really do them well in between other things. Except that, uh, there's some exceptions to that, of course. Back in the day, I used to play Hearthstone between, like, studying and stuff. Because you could just, you know, do 10 minutes, 15 minutes of work or whatever, play one round of Hearthstone, and then get back to um, your work with university or whatever. But these days with editing, I need something that I can do in between. So, like, I edit for 10, 15 minutes or whatever, uh, and then I... I can watch a video for two minutes and then get back to editing. Like, I can't just play Heroes of Might and Magic in between editing. Maybe I could, because it's technically a turn-based game, but I think I would just get so sucked into the game that I wouldn't be able to stop, you know? I need something that can give me a break, but is not engrossing to the extent that I'm, I'm going to avoid my work. And besides, right now I'm going to try to edit on stream again. Like, when I consider editing on stream, there's some upsides and downsides. Like, upside, I'm live a lot longer, so my numbers on the back end say that I'm, I'm, I'm live all the time. Um, people can stop in and talk to me and stuff. I, I, I can have one-on-one -on -one conversations with people hypothetically. I can get feedback on my work as I'm doing stuff. I get more subs and donos and bits and stuff because I'm live longer. The downside, though, is that, like, my numbers on the back end, like it shows my average viewership being a lot lower than it normally would be if I was just playing my popular popular streaming games. People will get used to seeing me live and not expect that I'm doing something they're going to be interested in. It's like, oh yeah, sure, Dark Viper's live, but like, he's probably just editing, so I'm just going to watch someone else. It's when you're always live doing something interesting, people will immediately see you, see them, uh, like people will see me in their follow list and go, oh, Dark Viper's live, he's clearly doing GT5 no damage, and they'll click on it and so they'll watch it. But if I'm always editing, they will just assume that I'm always editing and stop checking out my stream. There's also anyone who naturally finds my content through Twitch will likely know, as me, know me as that guy who does editing or whatever, because they'll, they'll click and go, oh, this is fucking, this is boring, I'm not going to follow this person, right? But then, of course, it's it's always possible that that person never would have found me in the first place if I wasn't editing, so there's no real loss there. It's just a bunch of different things to consider, but there's also some things I don't like editing on stream, like I don't like editing pacifist on stream. And a lot of the editing work that I do outside of pacifist is more just time-consuming stuff, as in it's not doing creative editing, it's doing voiceovers, um, trimming stuff down, and just, just formatting of the original footage, you know? Outside of Pacifist, I'm not sitting there doing massively creative edits anymore. Because I just, I, A, I don't really have the time, and B, a lot of the editing I do is uh, reviewing stuff done by my editors, um, and changing, cutting down stuff, and da-da-da. I suppose when I did, like, how the speedrun ended was probably the series that I put the most actual jokes in outside of Pacifist, and I haven't done that series in quite a while. But I'll be back there soon, chat. I'll also say, I think that, um... Because I'm making jokes while doing gameplay, I don't often feel um, pressured to add my own jokes to the edits because I feel like I've already done jokes, you know? I've already done that funny thing. I sometimes wonder if my, my editors sometimes feel that uh, they need to add their own flair as well uh, to make it more their work than mine in a way, you know? So they feel like they're adding something more than simply cutting down me. They're adding some part of their own humor. You know? I don't know. Do I feel alone? Does anyone else feel alone all the fucking time? Oddly, no. Despite being largely alone, I don't feel alone all that much. Maybe it's because I have viewers and stuff. Isn't really the same thing as 
friends' relationship. But... Like, this cute chick messaged me on um, the dating app thing I'm on now, today. And I didn't even know what to say. And I was just like, like, how do you start a conversation with a complete random stranger? And I, I wrote some stuff. But whenever I get into a conversation like this, I think to myself, like, do I really want to take time off streaming and editing and stuff to, you know, go on dates and stuff? Like, I kind of do and kind of don't. I wish I could just be in two places at once. <laughs> like, I always just expected that I would just get burnt out on streaming and making videos, and then I can pursue the other parts of life that I largely ignore. But I'm still not burnt out yet, so I... <laughs> but I feel like I'm getting old, and I, uh... I can't just spend the rest of my life making videos and, uh, and, and live streaming, you know? It's funny, whenever I'm looking on the, the dating app though, uh, if I see someone too attractive, I'm just like, nah. Because either they're real and there's no way they want to be with someone like me, or they're a bot. I don't want to deal with that shit. And, and another thing that um, is a, a, a turn off for me, it's not a turn off necessarily, it's just I can't imagine having enough in common with uh, such a person to to share a bond and it's people who are very outgoing like i see pictures of people like skydiving and doing rock climbing and stuff and i'm like i'm not really against doing those things but let's be real i haven't needed to do those things for like the, the 30 years that i've been alive so <laughs> we probably wouldn't drive with this person and you know this is like this person is too interesting. They've done too much with their lives. I'm I'm just gonna pass on this. <laughs> Be more boring. <laughs> it's like look, it's it's not me. It is you, but it's because you're too attractive and too interesting. Okay. <laughs> but like I, ma I imagine a lot of people with these apps, like they sit around all day and uh, you know intermittently talk to each other, or whatever. Uh, and I, I stream and edit all day. Well, like, I can't answer my phone when I'm on streaming and stuff, you know, it's a, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I just don't think these apps are really for me. The hot chicks are the ones you want, they're the ones everyone doubts themselves over and never mentions them because the girl's too good for them, never doubt yourself, man. Uh, we talked about that before, where people who are really attractive are often the people that uh, get pursued the least. That, that, that is something that, with evidence to it. But I think that kind, of, that kind of assessment doesn't apply to dating apps, where everyone is just swiping left and right super fast, you know? Like, in, we, we talked about this before, in real life, it, it potentially costs something to walk up to someone and, um, and talk to them and be rejected. But on a dating app, swiping left or right, you know, you can do that in a heartbeat. Like, it, it doesn't matter. Clearly attractive women on these apps get swiped a gajillion times a second or whatever. Go on the Rav show? That's that dating thing, right? It, it, it's just for memes or whatever. What's it called? The Raj Patel show or something? Where, like... I th I've certainly seen clips of the show where like uh, 10 streamer chicks uh, talk to one streamer guy or something. Like I guarantee you there has not been a single relationship spawned from that show. And especially being uh, Australian, what am I going to do like an online date? Get out of here. Does that even exist anymore? I don't know. Don't really follow it. Daylight savings time. Opinions on daylight savings time? I, like everyone else, believe it's complete shit and should be removed. But no one can be bothered. Okay, it can't be everyone. Surely there are some people who support daylight savings time. Can we make a poll? Make it four options. The first one being, the first two being, I live in a place with daylight savings time, I, I support or don't support. And the other one being, I don't live in a place with daylight savings time, I, I support or don't support. And so I, I don't need to know what wins, I need to know all the results really. 80% of Germans wish daylight savings time to be removed. The thing is, even when 
the majority of the population wants something. It can still not be, like, politically feasible to do. Like, even if we want the grants that politicians uh, work in favor of achieving what the population wants to some degree, there's only certain things that they can do or spend their time doing or fight for. It's a very minor issue, like daylight savings, is probably not one that any politician wants to uh, throw their hat on. I live in daylight savings and I don't support. It's 65%. Is there someone write out all four results, please? So 25% in daylight saving time support, 65% don't support, 7% not in daylight savings don't support, 2%... Okay, I, I, I can't. Long story short, the overwhelming majority of people in daylight savings don't don't support it. The overwhelming majority of people... Wait. This poll sucks. Why did they implement daylight savings time? It was to do with giving farmers more time to do their crops or something, and or like to reduce the use of electricity by giving more people daylight time when they're awake, I think. For those reasons, I think it's good. Those reasons don't apply now. All you have is people being awake more during hotter weather, and so they just run their air conditioners. And farmers don't fucking need more daytime to bloody well do their, their goddamn crops. This isn't 1930. The main expense of electricity is not your light bulbs. It's like literally everything else. Supposedly this is the last year Canada will be using daylight saving time. Well, good on Canada. I hear a lot of good things from Canada, honestly. Might be the country that if I could live anywhere else, that would be where I would move to. A lot of pieces keep saying this is the last year we're doing daylight saving times, we keep returning to it. Well, I hope Canada doesn't let us down. Canada's not that great. By every metric, it is good. There's no metric of societal health that Canada does terribly in. It can only do terribly by comparison to other equally good countries, you know? Why is it called Rambles? How come it's called Rambles? It just seems you're very passionate about the things you talk about from an outside perspective, so it doesn't seem, seem like rambling. I mean, the vast majority of what goes into those um, videos is rambles, as in like uh, just me giving my general thoughts on a topic. Like I, when I labeled the series, I wanted it to be communicated that it's not like I'm writing a script. It's not like I'm doing research prior to my um, speaking about a topic. Well, that does sometimes happen if I happen to do research and then start a stream and ramble. Um, in most cases, it's uh, stuff I remember from my past or things that I'm arguing that you can infer from certain things. But again, it's not like I'm going to be showing diagrams or quotes or there isn't going to be a source list below a stream. Uh, I wanted to differentiate as much as possible the Ramble series from my older content, you know? Be sure to like the video and subscribe to my channel. It costs you nothing and I wish you all the best.